Hi, I'm Jay Fallon and you are listening to The Slippery Slope. So yesterday I was doing a little bit of research, reading through several different articles. I come across this one, it's from The Guardian, and the headline says, Protest in China over frozen bank accounts ends in violence. So anyway, I'm reading through the article, and I've come across this uh, this paragraph. I'll read this section to you. It says, uh, The saga drew attention, further attention in June when protesters reported that their personal health codes, which are now mandatory for almost all Chinese citizens to access public venues, turned red to indicate they were COVID positive. They suspected local officials were behind the move in an attempt to dissuade them from complaining. One of the victims was Ms. Yang, who had 499,500 won, which is equivalent to about 62,000 uh, pounds. This is an English, English article, uh, held in one of the banks. That's so probably around the 100,000 uh, Australian dollar mark. On April 18, she discovered she was unable to access her funds. She says, I got the red code for about 10 days when trying to complain, she told The Guardian. The government should help us to resume cash withdrawal service as early as possible so that we can resume our normal life. Now, reading this article, you know, I was just flicking through it and I didn't really understand what they were talking about with this red code and why that meant how they have this red code, which meant they were COVID positive. And obviously they got this red code um, and they couldn't enter a bank. They couldn't go and protest. They couldn't go and, and find out what happened with their money. I thought, well, that's weird. I didn't really understand what they were talking about. So today I come across this article and it's from The Guardian again. The headline says, Hong Kong to electronically tag COVID patients as it adopts China's health code system. So here you go. This is the explanation behind this red code that Ms. Yang was talking about. The article says that Hong Kong will mandate electronic tracking bracelets for people in home isolation and bring in a China-style electronic health code system as part of fresh measures to curb the spread of the coronavirus. <laughs> or if you're in China, it will prevent you from leaving the house to go and see why the heck you cannot withdraw your money out of the bank. Complete control. So the article goes to say, the quarantine bracelets to be introduced on Friday will be mandatory for people who have tested positive and are quarantining at home to ensure they do not leave the building during the isolation period. We have to make sure that home isolation is more precise while being humane. This is what Lo Chung Mao, the city's new health secretary said, announcing the new requirement on Monday. Breaching a mandatory quarantine order in Hong Kong carries a fine of up to 25,000 Hong Kong dollars, which is equivalent of uh, 3,200 and up to six months in jail. Hong Kong has previously used two types of bracelets to track people under home quarantine at the beginning of the pandemic in 2020. An earlier plastic wrist wristband with a QR code and a later one with a bulky electronic tracker. Lowe did not clarify which one would be introduced on Friday. Under the health code system, which tracks the movement of people via mobile phones, citizens will be allowed to enter public spaces if the QR code on their account is green. The code turns yellow 
if people have, ha- have been in close contact with an infected person and red if the person has tested positive for the virus. Under the Hong Kong Health Code, arriving travellers will also be marked yellow, Lowe said in his announcement. So people with red and yellow codes will not be allowed in high-risk venues such as hospitals and aged care facilities. So if you get sick and you've got that yellow or red code, can't go to the hospital, just, uh, just stay at home and die. And they also cannot engage in high-risk activities, including taking off masks, because taking off your mask is a high risk. The new system will be rolled out in the Leave Home Safe app introduced last year at public spaces to track people's movement. Human rights watchdogs have criticised China's health code system as an invasion of privacy, warning that Beijing uses data collected on the system to control and restrict freedoms, which I would yeah, I would guarantee, okay, that that's what they've done with this banking crisis in a rural area of China, where they weren't allowing people to withdraw their funds because the bank was collapsing. And so then they were manipulating the data on these bracelets to come up as red so that you couldn't even go down to the bank. You weren't allowed outside in public. Ah, yes. But of course, the world should continue dealing with China because they're good, good, uh, it's a good government. Local experts warn Hong Kong's health codes and bracelets may have the unintended consequence of swaying people to not report positive test results out of fear of major disruption to their lives. Although the measures may have a marginal impact on decreasing community spread, the impact that is, far, that is more concerning is the impact on testing and reporting. That's what Ben Cowling, Chair Professor of Epidemiology at the University of Hong Kong School of Public Health said. Hong Kong is reporting an average of about 2,500 cases a day but future statistics may not fully reflect the reality of the situation. It may be in a week or two it's lower, but not because transmission has gone down, but because people are not reporting, Cowley said. Hong Kong's new measures signal the city is unlikely to relent on its bid to quash all COVID-19 transmission, even as other countries have continued to relax measures in light of higher vaccination rates, as well as economic and social pressures. Listen, there are so many practices that the rest of the world has adopted that only China used to do. Uh, the lockdowns were, were all practices that, that China was doing, and the rest of the world just happily took them on. We in Australia, we're infamous for our lockdown fury. Our, our joy at being locked down, apparently. Just going along with the rest of the crowd. Oh, yep, yep, we'll go along with this lockdown. It doesn't really make sense, but we'll we'll continue on with it. You know, we were all told that, well, we only need two weeks. We only need two or three weeks to, you know, to, to stem the curb, to lower the curb, to bring it down. And then, you know, two years later, we're still going through the same rigmarole. So now China's using these tracking bracelets that they, it seems, that they can actually manipulate to, to show whatever they want. How long is it going to take before the rest of the world, all these systems that are put in place for tracking, identifying, 
conducting surveillance, how long is it going to be before the rest of the world decides, you know what, this is a good system? As with, as with the surveillance system that China has already uh, has already brought in over there, okay, the rest of the world has happily adopted it with tracking their citizens, monitoring their citizens. Here in Australia, we've got major companies like Bunnings and the Good Guys. Um, apparently, they've been uh, using facial recognition technology in their stores. Why? In reality, why does Bunnings or a retail shop like the good guys, why do they need facial recognition in their stores? At the end of last year, I did an episode on the slippery slope regarding ASIO's ability to conduct surveillance without a warrant on Australian citizens. We are just wandering around with our eyes wide shut, thinking that everything's fine. We're all coming out of this COVID mess and yeah, we're slowly getting back to normal. But we're not getting back to normal. If you listen to the rhetoric coming out of the news, especially here in Australia, listen to the ABC. All they like to go on with is how we're in this in the middle of another wave. Everything's turning bad. Everything is going bad. And politicians aren't listening to the medical experts. And the media, apparently they know, they keep touting how, you know, we need to have mask mandates. We need to have people enforcing mask mandates. We need to bring in all these mandates again. That's all the media want. They want the bad news to keep flowing. You look at what's happening in China, what's happening in Hong Kong with these tracking bracelets. How long do you think it is before the rest of the world takes this technology and said, yep, this will be a good way to track everything. We continue to have these so-called waves of COVID coming through our society. Let's adopt tracking bracelets. I tell you what, it's not much of a jump before you go from tracking bracelets to something like a little mark on your forehead or your right hand, where you just scan that and it tracks you. All these things that people <laughs> a couple of years ago, people were talking about and saying, well, no, that's just conspiracy, conspiracy theorists. We now see that what the Bible has told us thousands of years ago with the mark of the beast and a one world government that will have complete control over society is everything is being put in place for that system. We're seeing it come to life before our eyes. Wake up, people, wake up. In the words of one of my favorite uh, favorite singers, Andre Crouch, he says, Jesus is the answer for the world today. Open your eyes. The Bible was right 2,000 years ago. You can see it all starting to take formation. That's my opinion. Thank you for listening to The Slippery Slope.